Sometimes you might need a pick-me-up. I'll push in the right direction. Some words that help put you back on track. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with your motivational moment. Good morning. Welcome to your motivational moment from the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. My name is still Chris Jacks. I'm bringing you another moment. Well, you know, another moment of motivation just for you. Just a little booster to help keep you going throughout your week to keep you motivated, inspired, and chasing the dream down that you have. This week, we have a big story from boxing superstar and two-time world heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury. Now, Fury has always been extremely open about his own battle with his own mental health and the story of his comeback that started from that very first fight. It's a real insight not into what has gone through himself, but also his comeback and how that all came together. Here's Tyson. I'd suffered with mental health problems my whole life, but I didn't know what it was because I never had no education on the matter. Um, and it wasn't until after the Klitschko fight, a very massive high, then I had to have a even worse a low, lowest low that anyone could ever have. Um, I'd wake up and i think, why did I wake up this morning? This is coming from a man who had everything, money, fame, glory, titles, a wife, a family, kids, everything. But I felt as if I had nothing. I felt there was an empty, gaping hole that was just filled with gloom and doom. I was depressed as depressed could be on a daily basis. And I'm thinking, why am I feeling like this? I don't have no reason to feel like it. But unless you've experienced what I'm saying, it's sort of impossible to understand where I've been or where I've come from. And it just went from bad to worse. Um, I hit the drink heavily on a daily basis. I hit the drugs. Um, I was out all night partying with, with uh, women of the night and not coming home. And You know, I didn't care about boxing. I didn't care about living. I just wanted to die. I used to drink and take drugs to get away from the depression because when I was drunk or high, then I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't think about being depressed. I thought about being I'm a, a boxing champion or I'm a, I feel great. But as we know, when the drink wears off, it only leaves you with a bad hangover and feeling even more depressed. For someone who suffers with mental health, the worst thing we can do to escape it is take drugs or alcohol. If you put your body through torture, you can't expect to feel great. Like I said, I was waking up and I didn't want to be alive. I was making everybody's life a misery. Everybody who was close to me was pushing away. Nobody could talk to me, talk any sense into me at all. I'd go very, very, very low at times, very low. And I'd start thinking all these crazy thoughts and this, that and the other. And I was in my car, I bought, a, I bought a brand new Ferrari in the summer of 2016. And I was in it and I was on the highway. And there's a strip of the highway where I am. And at the bottom of about a five mile strip, there's a massive bridge that crosses the motorway. And I knew that. And I got the car up to 190 miles an hour. I was heading towards that bridge. And I didn't care what no one was thinking. I didn't care about hurting my family, me, my career, people who friends, anybody. I didn't care. I didn't care about nothing. I just wanted to die so bad. I give up on life. And just as I was heading towards that bridge at 190 in this Ferrari, I heard a voice say, no, don't do this, Tyson. Think about your kids. Think about your family and your little boys and girls growing up with no father. And everyone saying your dad was a weak man. He left you. He took the easy way out because he couldn't do anything about it. And I, before I turned into the bridge, I, I pulled on the motor and I was shaking. I could feel myself shaking and I pulled over and I was all nervous and didn't know what to do. And I was frightened and I was so afraid. And I thought that day, I'll never, ever, ever try or think about taking my own life ever again. I was in a right state. 
I just, I just, I, I wanted, I just didn't want to live anymore. And I had everything that a man could want. There wasn't nothing that I didn't have, but it meant nothing. Nothing meant anything. I felt worthless. And the longer it went on, the, the, the more it, it hurt inside, and the more I was hurting everybody. Everybody gave up on me. My full family thought I was definitely going to die and I was going to kill myself. And after that, I, I tried, I was thinking to myself, you know what, I need to get better, I need, I need to do something. But every time I tried to go to the gym, I had another voice saying that. This ain't for us anymore, I'm not going to do this. I didn't want to do it, I'd run, I'd run 200 yards and pull up. I wouldn't even get a mile and think, oh, I can't be bothered, I don't want to do this. Boxing is not for me, I hated boxing at one stage. I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore, if you know what I mean. I didn't have the desire, the fire wasn't burning no longer to fight. And I was suffering with depression the whole time, even in training camp. And I was out drinking. I didn't care, give up. Taking drugs, like I said. And it come to a point, I was doing that for 18 months of my life. And I was out 2017 Halloween. I was a 400 pounds dressed up as a skeleton. And I go to this fancy dress party and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, these are all young kids compared to me. I'm 30 and I feel like I was the oldest guy in there, like 29, I was like, what am I doing here? Is this what you want for your life? And I thought to myself, this is not me. And no matter how many people told me before this, where I was going wrong, what I was doing, you need to act to your life. You can only change your life if you want to change it. I left at nine o'clock, I went home. And I got back home, I didn't say anything to the wife, I went straight upstairs into a dark room. And I was, I was sat there, and I got on my knees and I was praying and begging God to help me. And at this point, I'd never, I'd never begged or cried to God to help me before. I'd prayed a lot all my life, but I'd never been in this physical state before. I could feel tears running down my face. My chest was wet with tears, because I knew I couldn't do it on my own. It wasn't possible for me, because I tried and tried and tried and ended up back in the pub back drinking I almost accepted that that was going to be my fate an alcoholic so I was on my knees in this bedroom and after praying for about 10 minutes I got up and I felt the weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders and for the first time in years I knew I was going to make a comeback and I called my wife I said Paris Paris she said what she thought I was drunk coming home from the pub I said Monday morning I start to regain mission to try and get the heavyweight championship of the world back. And after this prayer, I got up and said, all right, this is going to be it. She didn't believe me one second. But even when I speak to her now, she says, that night you told me that, she said, I hear a difference in your voice. Something happened. Next day, I phoned up Ben Davison. And I said, I don't want to go back down the old route with the same train, the same promoter, same anything. I said, everything's got to change. I said, it's going to be a new Tyson Fury. I, I couldn't put into words what I went through. But let me just say, I wouldn't wish what I went through on my worst enemy. Not that I have any enemies, but if I did, I wouldn't wish it on a soul. Because I know how hard it is, and I know a lesser person, maybe not have got through, and maybe not, a man without faith, maybe would have took his own life. I look back on it now, and I think, would I change that? I wouldn't. And not many people will think, well, this man's crazy for saying that on a radio show, but I wouldn't change a thing because I know it was supposed to happen and I needed to be tested to see what type of character I was. After phoning Ben and ar arranging everything, I went out for a run in my sweatsuit. I had, I had ambitions of running two miles. I got about five minutes into the run and stopped and I walked. And while I was walking, I thought I can't run, I'm too fat, 400 pounds. 
I thought, I'm going to walk. I'm going to get out and walk. While I was walking, I was flicking through on my phone on Instagram. And I see this video of Deontay Wilder. He'd done this video, yep, yeah, after seeing this evidence of Tyson Fury, I finally know he's finished. He can never come back. And if he, even if I would have fought him in his AD, I'd have knocked him out. It gave me that much more motivation to return, just so I can beat Deontay Wilder. So this is why people don't understand. I've picked Deontay Wilder. He didn't pick me. I picked him. Like I said to Vladimir, I said the same thing to Deontay Wilder. You fought the Americans, you fought the Mexicans, you fought the Europeans, but you ain't never fought the Gypsy King before. I said it straight to Vladimir. I said, you're looking at a king. I said, have you ever fought a king before? He said, no. I said, we well, fight him one now. And he said, you're going to lose to one. Like I say, when I got up off that floor, I had a weight lifted off me. And I had my mind set for the first time in two years that I wanted to do something again. I don't suffer with mental health when I'm active, when I've got a goal. And I think most people will vouch for this. If you suffer with mental health problems, you tend to suffer them when you're on your own, when you've got a lot of time to think. Best way to live is fit and healthy. When you're out of shape and you feel unfit and you feel terrible, then nothing's going to go right for you. Right. But if you feel fit, you feel good. The biggest thing we're missing here is I didn't, I didn't do it with doctors and um, all them type of things. I done it with something way more powerful. God. My faith and belief that God would make me better made me better. I believe I was being tested to, to, to see what type of man I was and what type of character I had. So I believe I was taught, I was put down this road and I had to suffer all these things so I could understand when I had things good. The reasons for me fighting, it's not for money or, or for belts or glory. I fight because of, I don't know anything else. I've always been a fighter from being born to being 30 years old now. It's all I love to do. I don't have any other passion. I don't fear no man. I don't fear being knocked back out or even killed. I don't fear nothing. I'm one of the most, probably the most unique people you'll ever meet. I'm not, I'm not orientated by material things and, and all that sort of stuff. It means nothing to me. I don't even care about glory and honour. I don't care about legacies. I don't care about winning titles or, or, or medals. It doesn't matter. But when I set my mind to doing something, I'll do it. And every single time I've ever set my mind to anything, I've done it. Even the unthinkable things, if I set my mind to, I've done it. After only two years ago, being on the verge of suicide and being as low as any man can go, to being on the biggest stage in the world with the world watching, if that ain't a miracle on a turnaround and a, and a true show that anybody can come back from anything, then I don't know what is. Aim for the stars, that's what I always did. I always only wanted to be the heavyweight champion of the world. And ever since, from being 14 years old, I never ever for one day doubted myself. When I first laced on gloves, I was the um, future heavyweight champion of the world. Nobody could touch me or handle me, ever. From this day to that, I don't believe in waiting for things. I don't wait for nothing in my life. I take it while I can. I strike while the iron's hot. I think, I think I've got a bigger purpose now than boxing. I'm an unofficial, official ambassador for mental health in sports. You know, that's mainly the most of the reasons I'm back, is to show people who's living in darkness that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Boxing's a sport and something that I've made a living out of for a long time. But I think there's a bigger picture, bigger than any, any winning any titles, bigger than winning any, any fights. My message would be, look around yourself and be thankful for what you do have today. Don't look for what you don't have. You know, you've got to be, ha be happy with who you are. 
A wise man once said, you've got to know yourself before you can know anybody else. Study yourself, try and understand yourself. Think what makes you happy and do that and what makes you sad. Don't do it. It's very simple, really. And that was Tyson Fury with his own battle from within. Now, going from his lowest point to the global superstar he is right now, what a comeback. Now, it is a very open and honest story about his life, and it shows that even the biggest stars in their field can suffer from mental health issues, but make a comeback from it all. If you yourself have any signs or symptoms of a mental illness, see your primary care provider or a mental health professional as soon as you can. There is help out there, and you'll not be alone. Now, the video itself is available on YouTube and published by Spirito Forte Motivation. So big credit to them. Now, that is all from me in this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Go and crush it. I'll be back tomorrow with more. But until then, take care of yourself. The Learn, Develop, Live podcast. 100% fat free. Thanks for listening. You can find more motivational moments at LearnDevelopLive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.